Hey there, my name is Nasu and I am the host of the After God's Heart podcast. I'm super excited to welcome you to the final episode in our relationship series, Dating Part 2. Today we're continuing a conversation that I had with Jiku and Tanache on dating. I think you guys are going to love it. We're starting off from some of the challenges that Jiku and Tanache faced. We're going to go into the challenges and all the things that they've learned and all that good stuff. You don't want to miss this episode. Growing up as a, as a guy, for me, I'm the first one in my mm. family. So You feel like you just have to, yeah, sometimes, to you keep know, it all in. And exactly. Exactly. Because you're carrying the whole, like sometimes you feel like you're carrying the whole weight mm. of the family on your shoulders. Mm. Um, you know, so it's like you know, there's like moments in, in my life where maybe something was happening at home or something really significant happened. And, you know, my sisters, well, yeah, my sisters can cry about it. My mom can cry about it, but I have to be strong. I can't share that I'm, you know, I can't share that emotional side of myself mm. uh, because I'm like, if I start being emotional, then who's going to be strong for them? So that's kind of like, you know, that's kind of, I guess when you're an older brother and you want to protect your siblings, mm. And I guess even my mom, you know, it's like, that's kind of like just a natural instinct, even though it's like a good instinct, but it can also yeah. hurt you in the sense that you know, sometimes you don't know how to be mm-hmm. vulnerable. So that was like, you know, and I guess that even going into like, I guess my life as a Christian, that was also the same thing that I struggled to be very vulnerable because I just didn't know how to be vulnerable and I think in the African context you don't know yeah. what vulnerability is like vulnerability is not modeled in the African context exactly. in an African family Just it's just not that's true yeah <laughs> yeah I mean, that's, that's true you know, my sister could be crying. My dad just says, why are you crying? <laughs> but yeah. I can be like, what's going on? You know, let's talk about, you know, there's yeah. like the two different generations. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, so it's like, you know, I guess like, like what she was saying, she was saying before in that, you know, sometimes your upbringing kind of shapes the way that you behave, the way mm. that you perceive things. Um, that was kind of like that was it for me like how do I you know one communicate my feelings second Mm. be vulnerable Mm. Um, because I was so even though I really liked her and I really wanted things to like go to the next level you know in other circumstances I was always afraid to really let myself Mm. fall in love with somebody so my mark was if I get to a year and we're still surviving in this relationship it probably means I'm starting to love you, but that's not really how it happened with with us. I had to open up myself. <laughs> um, like you know, we we're talking about intention about maybe a few minutes ago, and I had to really be intentional about that. I've got yeah. like, opening up, and like once we broke through that, it really kind of just made things easy. You know, like you said, mm. every relationship will have its challenges, but. Yeah. It made getting through these challenges easier because we knew how to navigate through. Because now we had a space where we can both yeah. talk about things and how we feel, and 
and sometimes when you don't have that that's why you always have those clashes that mm. continue to happen because there's no space for any of you to to address um and i know guys a lot like to just be the top guy and hold everything in because that's kind of like how we're just programmed you know when when we're growing up that's what's drilled in our in our minds but like you know in those moments that's when you kind of have to just you know take ownership of that mm. and be like look you know the only way this is going to move forward is i have to be open about you know about it mm. you know i have to my feelings i have to open up myself you know so then i'm not you know even though we might perceive being vulnerable as being weak but like being vulnerable is also very powerful because it unlocks mm. so many other things you know and and yeah so it was yeah that was for me that was probably the biggest challenge um like how do i move from that line of being so closed off and taking everything yeah. in to how do i get in the mind space where we are we're open mm. about everything you know our emotions you know because i never really had to talk about my emotions before but you know there's also the first time for everything right <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, there is. Thank yeah. you so much for sharing, guys. Um, I want to find out about like accountability, because you know there are all these blogs and everything that's like that that have different views on accountability. Like most people recommend having an older yeah. couple that you're accountable to. Other people are accountable to their pastors, and other people just feel like it's our relationship. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so like we went through it on our terms and so on. Um how have you guys been able to navigate that? Like to what extent cuz I think for me it's more of like to what extent are we accountable? Like what where are the boundaries? Like mm. when do we um share and when do we not share? Like when do we determine that we're oversharing maybe with the people we're accountable to? Cuz there are certain things that you know are for you guys to walk through together at certain things that that are really just for your relationship yeah. and then there are certain things that you need to share how are you guys able to navigate accountability um i think i think oh, sorry yeah i was going to say i think it starts accountability yeah. starts with yourselves um you have to learn to be accountable to each other because if you can't be accountable to each other it doesn't matter whether you have another young couple or an old couple or pastors that you're accountable to you're just being accountable to the pastors and that's it and it, there's no responsibility between the two of you that you're taking ownership of that and i think that's where for us we have to start there we're like how can we be accountable to each other first of all and then now we look at other people that we can bring in But like you said, you know, you bring yeah. in people to a certain extent. Because if you have somebody too many mm. people in your ears, uh, I think sometimes it actually really clouds your judgment. So it's like you have to be quite selective in you know who you're yeah. telling and what you're telling because I know in our relationship we've had instances where there's people that we trust and you know maybe you know she has to share something with you know maybe one of those people for example. and then maybe what they say is just so left field now when she comes back to me it's like she has this other random mm. thought that she didn't have before and it's like 
or maybe she's doubting whatever yeah. we're doing the process and that's because even though we're trustless people we've like we've let them in and we've allowed them to speak of our lives yeah because that's the other thing when you're being accountable to somebody it's like you're allowing yeah. them to speak over your life and so it's like you have to be really careful about you know who like you're saying who you tell what you tell them because i think that's very crucial but i think the most important thing is how can you be accountable to yourselves because if you can be accountable to yourselves you know it makes it easy to be accountable to mm-hmm. other people because yeah. you know if she was doing the wrong thing you know i don't like turn a blind eye and then that's it i tell straight up you're doing the wrong thing and the same thing you know she'll tell me you're doing the this is not what you said you were going to do we mm-hmm. we didn't agree to this you know why are you doing this thing you know that's not how yeah. you meant to do that thing you know or even like things like you know maybe she has a we have big decisions we need to make but then we're just making them and then we're not praying about it yeah. we're not really including god in it so like stuff like that like we're keeping each other accountable for things like that you know when she's like going for a job where she is now you know there's like a, a section of that time where you know like i think before the interview she was like so nervous and then you know i'm like dude just pray about yeah. it you know and you know sometimes she might not have thought of that in that moment but i'm like well if you've been committing this whole thing into god's hands the whole time you know i'm pretty sure you should just be praying about it right now so i'm not like so being accountable to each other just allows you to like i guess one be transparent but then it's like sometimes you just need yeah. to get to the point like straight to the point so then you know it's like that other person like wakes up and they're like whoa yeah. I didn't really see that. Yeah, and yeah, so for me, I think I guess you need like a good balance of all three. I don't think there's it's good to just be exclusively accountable to one party. You know, if we're just exclusively accountable to each other, but then not accountable to other people, then it's like it's kind of like mm. sometimes the blind leading the blind. So, you still need like wisdom from the outside. Yeah. but it's about filtering it to say which wisdom is actually useful which information is actually useful yeah. to yeah. in context of where you are because right now i can start telling you about you know how you know like an an iphone is made you know that information yeah. is completely irrelevant to you because <laughs> it's just information i'm just telling you information you know but it's like now if you were to tell me oh okay i have this thing or you know i want to start doing vlogging or whatever now the conversation yeah. we're having is completely different you know cuz now i can speak something that's more specific to you i'm like oh maybe you should get this phone because it might have a better camera for what you want to do or maybe you should yeah. think about this maybe you should think about that now it's like we actually you now you're being selective about the information that you're getting as opposed to me just narrating to you you know how yeah. a phone is made from start to finish thank you that information doesn't yeah. help you so i think yeah mm. so you just need a good balance mm. of all all three but yeah. i think the most important one out of all of those is mm. being accountable to each other you could you want to jump in thank you so much to you yeah. um i yeah just to i guess just to um bounce off on what he said Yeah, I think it's I think yeah for us we I think we put a lot of importance on being accountable to each other because 
yeah like i was talking to a friend of mine the other day and we were saying like you know like you said nowadays because it's just the the christian or righteous thing to do to say oh every time we have a fight we call our pastors whatever but what that also means is that you can't handle your conflict Ooh, yourself yeah. you know it may sound righteous for you to say that every time you have a disagreement you go to your pastors or you call that couple up but that also points at a bigger red flag that you cannot sort out your conflicts on your own and what happens when you get married are you going to keep calling the mm. same pastors and that same couple to help you out so yeah so i think um i think when we started our relationship definitely um my pastors were involved in the early process and stuff and they were always checking up on us on whatever um but we definitely i think foremost we were obviously accountable to yeah. god because like he said you know there's so many couples who are in inverted commas accountable to other people but their relationship is like full mm. of sin so it's like you know you're having sex but you go and meet this couple fortnightly and you tell them all the good things yeah. about your relationship but you're not telling them that the physical side of your relationship is actually not yeah. honoring god so so yeah i think um Yeah, I'm probably probably leaning more to the side that I don't really I don't really flow into the hype of having random people just constantly speaking into your relationship and having their two cents because every relationship yeah. is so different. Like so so different. Cultures are so different. Like me and T, he's from Zimbabwe, I'm from Malawi. So whoever we find will never fully encompass yeah. who we are as a couple. because we're not a, we're not a Zimbabwean couple we're not a Malawian mm. couple so if i find a Malawian couple they might have their own ideas if we find a Zimbabwean couple they might have their own ideas but we need to find yeah. a happy medium for mm. for the both of us to be able to be like okay we're going to we're bringing this aspect and this aspect and we're bringing it together and i remember something that someone said which i loved was that the way you have to handle your relationship is that you're protecting your Whoa. partner's calling. Whoa. So everything that I do, I'm guarding Tanasha's purpose. Mm. So, you know, the reason why like he was saying like we're able to pull each other inside, hey, you know, do this. We need to tithe better. We mm. need to do this or, you know, things are getting a little heated. Maybe we should stop meeting up in the house. Maybe we should stop like Netflix and chilling all the time because things are things feel like they're getting heated, but um because i'm protecting his purpose i'm not trying to prove a Whoa, point to anybody yeah. else to say we're so righteous we're so holy we're always calling you to tell you what's going on in our relationship but i'm actually actively being like god you've given me the assignment to guard tanashi's wow. purpose and that means not allowing him to fall into sin even if it means falling so into sin good. with me and he does the same to me in that he's guarding my purpose my calling to say you know i'm attracted to this girl i love her but i have to guard mm. what she's got and what even if it means depriving so myself i love that and i think while we're on this i actually yeah. want to ask you guys about purity because chico you said something really interesting that sometimes accountability is more of proving a point and i think like sometimes with purity with like sexual purity and boundaries people feel like oh we don't kiss or we don't like hug i don't know if anyone does that <laughs> but like we don't do this we don't do that like it feels more like we're like we're like yeah. you know like 
we're pure pure like we're not just pure we're like pure pure so how do you guys how are you guys able to yeah, you know yeah. set your own boundaries because there are people who say you know if you're if you're gonna stay pure you don't visit each other's homes or if you're gonna stay pure you are always meeting in public with everyone around or you don't mm. kiss or you don't do this so like how how did you guys find your unique path to purity or like purity path i don't know what to call it yeah um i get it um i think for us like i said initially before we started dating we had a talk where we i guess we shared our past um with each other and we talked about certain boundaries that we would have to set in place so that we don't kind of slide back yeah. into those old habits um but i think for us um I think we I guess we we try to we try to not get into I guess yeah. the religious stuff because I I I heard all I was we were told all that stuff like don't do this don't sit next to each other because if your Why? legs touch you might feel something like it's like all this re- yeah all this really crazy religious stuff um yeah, but I, stuff. but I think for us number one we're in a long distance relationship so it is ridiculous for us for us to only meet once a month and to meet in public places. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's just not going to happen. I don't get to see him all month and the only time I meet him is in a restaurant. So for us we we still meet in homes but luckily for us we don't we don't live alone. So like I said he lives with his family, I live with a friend. So even when he visits here and we're chilling at home, she's in the house or she's going to come yeah. at some point in time. So I would say that definitely always had that thing in mind like you can't go crazy cuz there's always going to be either someone home or someone's going to come home um and and yeah and I think um also I think also um I think as your relationship develops your physical intimacy also develops so now that we're engaged I think physically we're probably more comfortable yeah. around each other um before probably our boundaries were quite higher because we didn't really know like okay is this actually going to go into marriage are we going to get married or whatever so i think our boundaries were quite high with each other we were still hugging we we're still you know cuddling whatever whatever um but now that we're engaged we're probably more comfortable because now we're like we know it's going to happen you know it's like you know we're going to get married and we're going to you know have sex and we're gonna cuz we waited cuz we would have waited and would have honored god um but i think it's i think it's yeah not not getting stuck in the religious stuff and not getting in your head i know i struggled with that i'm not going to lie t is probably the one who was probably more relaxed than i was i was very i was i really struggled with the religious stuff i was also i was one of those who was like can we mm-hmm. hug like is it okay for us to hug or is it gonna yeah, be I know. yeah <laughs> crazy <right? laughs> or is it gonna be weird um but um but yeah honestly i think it's honoring god like you yeah. know what's right and what's wrong that's the thing like You know why do we act like we don't have the Bible? Like we have the Bible, we know what God says about honoring him, about waiting. Um but we also know that God doesn't want us to be in relationships and be miserable. He doesn't want you to be in a relationship and not be able to hug the person you're with or to show them love and affection. So I think for us it's always been yeah, balancing that like we all know what the word of God says, 
there is no sex before marriage um and we're not trying to find loopholes to say yeah. oh we can do everything else but sex no we're not finding loopholes but we're having a good time still showing love and affection mm-hmm. towards each other um but still keeping it yeah. you know PG Jonathan Jonathan Thank you thank <laughs> you yeah. hmm. uh, <laughs> um I was going to say you know like the thing that you said at the start yeah. that you know unique I think the moment you understand that it's going to help you to better establish your own boundaries you know like like you know what you're saying we had a conversation at the start of that these are our boundaries these are my boundaries just you know this is my past xyz it's what happened in other relationships and i don't want that to be something that is is going to be recurring because yeah. i feel that would ruin this relationship so it's like now you like you have to find what's going to be going to be unique to you what's strategic um i know there's like 20 billion you know, if you go on on podcast right now with its google yeah. spotify and you just have in relationships yeah. you're going to find thousands of mm, podcasts that's true that are not christian but mm. everybody's got an opinion about something yeah. and that's the thing it's an opinion you know that's the difference you know i mean she goes talk about this mm. is like there's opinion and then there's facts you know like the of of the facts are yeah. this is what our relationship is like well this is what our relationship this is what we want mm. to establish you know this is where we are right now and these are the facts you know like for example sharing each other's past those are the facts now it's like how do we form an opinion that's going to help us to like a strategize things mm. in a much better way that is suit our strength mm. you know so that's what we have to do that you have to think about those things think about our past certain things that I'm like okay yeah. I can't do this thing because that's going to set her off she in for her she be like I can't mm. do this thing because it's going to set him off so it's like you are now starting to understand this thing and you know like what she was saying probably at the start of the relationship and when we get a year and then when we got engaged yeah. it's like it was a progression so you start off with like really like rigid very rigid boundaries <laughs> because you like in the first couple of those yeah. couple of 6 7 months you have to protect yourself you know like emotionally you don't want to yeah. give too much away too early um because I thought, unfortunately some relationships end because mm. you know somebody gave too much too early mm. um and you know so it's like you want to protect yourselves um you know even though it's like with one aspect of yeah. this we're honoring god by doing that but the other side of mm. you're also protecting yourself yeah emotionally and i think one thing for us that also helped was we didn't put so much focus on the physical aspect of the relationship but it's like we really try to mm. deal with the emotional side of it um like for example we have each other right now because of the COVID, like covid and lockdowns oh my it's gosh. almost 10 months since i've seen her and yeah under any normal circumstances that relationship would have yeah. completely been gone within the first three months because i'm like dude to do this <laughs> like yeah. we can't see each other there's nothing what are we doing but it's like that that emotional connection that yeah. we have built over the last two years um that's what sustained us mm. in this period of time so i think it has to be a good balance 
of, of both you know it's like oh yeah there's physical attraction and then there's like the emotional side of it because you know when you're like 60 70 years old you know let's be honest well we're not all mm. going to be looking fine like we're looking right now <laughs> um <laughs> maybe, maybe we will be but you know we're not going to be you're already past your prime so it's like if you don't have mm. that emotional connection what do you have in your relationship because the yeah. physical aspect of it could be gone yeah you know but it's that's, like that's so if you've got like a solid yeah if you've got a solid um emotional base and that's like your focus or your approach like for us that's what we had to do we're like okay the physical side of it it seems like we could probably figure things out um but how about this side of it that we you know because that was the pattern maybe in both of our relationships that you know there was so much focus on maybe the physical side of yeah. the relationship that there was emotionally mm. so things don't work because emotionally you're not really being mm. fulfilled you know and i feel like in a grand scheme of things that's significantly quite important um because you can be physically Whoa, attracted yeah. to somebody but not in love with them but you have to be yeah but you have okay. to be really you know emotionally connected to that person mm. to really say you love them you know yeah. because now you're like really like attached to each other emotionally mm. or to each other you know so it's like yeah so for us you know i guess a, a whole bunch of things that we had to do but i think those are some of the things that i think are really important especially when you're like in a relationship and you're trying to establish your boundaries and yeah it's like you got to talk about all of that stuff and you got to like pick mm-hmm. the things that you're actually going to focus on because yeah. if you don't then that just means it's going to be a repeat of the same thing that yeah. you've done for like the last 7 years or 8 years or last 3 years or the yeah. last two relationships that you've been in because it's like you're not i guess you're not shifting your mindset to be like wait hang on a minute you know i've always focused on this part of it but never really did this so yeah what if i just did this how is it going to affect that because anything that you do physically even though like you know you're saying yeah you know you know we hugged whatever but like when you're emotionally connected to somebody that stuff as yeah. simple as it is it means so much more yeah Come on, that's a word for somebody. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like in in that because me and Chigo was talk about this. It's like you know sometimes like if you don't have enough depth mm. in your relationship, you struggle. So you have to have depth, and depth isn't going to happen by just focusing on the physical side. Depth happens when you are yeah. focusing on each other emotionally because yeah. that's when you're actually getting. Person, you know when you're not like really you know mesmerized by how they look but now you're really looking at their character how they behave how they react to things mm-hmm. the things that they like things they don't like that's what you're focusing on and mm-hmm. that enhances mm-hmm. that other experience but i think for, for a lot of us we kind of have backwards that i should focus on the physical thing first because it's mm-hmm. going to enhance the emotional side Yeah. But like I was saying, you can be attracted to somebody physically, yeah. but not emotionally. If I could just jump in. 
Um, you know, so how how are you guys able to yeah. navigate like your spiritual walk? Because um, you know we we've talked about so much. We talked about um, accountability and purity and everything, but then there is also the spiritual aspect because I think like as a single person or like just people like when they look at christian relationships they think man like you guys pray together every day or like you guys like go on fast together or you guys are both like you know like we there's just this idea but i think sometimes while speaking to some of my friends um they have said that you won't be on the same spiritual wavelength all the time and you might not ever be because there will be seasons when maybe Chiku is doing really well spiritually and she's like really strong and like she's pulling you up and then other seasons when T is doing really well spiritually and he's pulling Chiku up but as long as it balances each like it balances itself out at the end of the day and um how are you guys able to just navigate the spiritual aspect Yeah, like I guess like what you said, you know, um, there's a balance. And, you know, people, like you said, it's a spiritual walk. <laughs> Me and, mm. and Chiba are not in a spiritual walk together. Yeah. I'm on my own spiritual walk with God. Yeah. She's on her own spiritual walk with God. We could be at different, you know, paces. You know, she might be going 10 kilometers mm. an hour. I might be going five. Um, but, you know, obviously there's, you know, the aspect of it, which is community you know which is you know you always want to have things that you're corporately doing together you know or you're praying into each other's lives or you pray together sometimes um but you know it's i think when you take out the the religiousness out of out of that you know then it's like it's just your yeah. own you know, like getting to know god you know and you know getting to know god under pressure because there's some people um where you know maybe mm. they're getting to know god to impress a girl <laughs> or they're getting to know god to impress a guy but it's like that yeah. will only take you so much you know in terms of length and then after that you kind of just fizzle out but it's like you have to be honest um about where you are in your walk because like you said i can't carry chiku if you don't know what's going on she can't carry me either mm. if she doesn't know what's going on spiritually I could be like spent, you know, or I could be like, man, I'm like tired right now and things are just really hard, you know. <clears throat> my I guess my devotional time, you know, it's like I'm really finding it, I'm really struggling to get into it. And it's like now it's like we're helping each other try to mm-hmm. uncover why that is. You know, and that's kind of like how you support each other in that sense. Um because yeah, I mean it's good to maybe have a day where you pray and fast together um or even even we tried a lot of things we tried doing bible study um we tried you know fasting maybe one day in a week you know and it's like sometimes it's not going to be yeah. like that. you might not have the time to to do that as much as you want to set time aside for that um but it's like if we're still putting in time individually in our own walks it's still things that are going to help the, so the relationship good, yeah. in the long run um but i think if you're just like but if you just take doing it to take boxes mm. i think that's where it becomes a problem but if you're doing it because they're like look i want to know god um but then i want god to be mm. at the heart of what we're doing right now that's very true and 
you know in those moments you're gonna be you're gonna be you have to be transparent there's times when she's gonna be like dude i'm so angry with god right now or for me i'm like man i just you know my faith is not really where it needs to be right now yeah. i'm really struggling with this you know or you know maybe something that's happening and like I just don't have the strength for it and now we're like stepping in and you know covering each other you know and it's like you always like we're always doing things from like a team approach because in a team you know individually you can have players that suck like completely suck but yeah. if you give them the right game plan and yeah. get them to work together they can be so good that even though individually they're not that great but like when you bring them together to make something they can actually That's be really a really good. really solid um That's solid good. team or so it's like so you kind of have to have those kind of yeah like have a team approach like you said you have this there's, there's going to be seasons where I would definitely have to carry her you know or she would have to carry me you know and there's definitely been seasons like that in, in our relationship you know like she said you know for sometimes she was unemployed and you can imagine it's like you just got out of uni yeah. you have these big expectations but it's just not really working out for you that way and you know you're really yeah. in that moment it's challenging you know and there's not really a way you can say oh like we're just going to yeah we're just going to have bible study yeah. we're going to just pray and then that's it it's like in that moment it's it's like how can how do i like help carry her in this season mm, that she's in very true you know and oh, yeah mm. and that's what we kind of just did you know when she couldn't believe yeah i was believing for that job for her when she was like oh you know i'm starting to have faith i was like dude yeah it's all right you're going to get the job you know we're going to keep believing when maybe she might have given up on praying about that yeah. thing i was still praying for her on her behalf um and Oh, oh now she like she got the job that she I guess wanted to get in the right conditions mm-hmm. you know that's what she asked for and and all of that came from like we're carrying each mm-hmm. other in those moments mm-hmm. so I think when you take the religiousness outside of it one it helps you to have a better yeah. relationship with God yourself secondly it helps to understand you know God mm-hmm. in the context yeah. of your relationship um, yeah, because like I was saying, you know, sometimes when you when you don't know God for yourself, it's gonna be hard <laughs> because it just means you're doing yeah. things to a box. And and if if that's the case, like I said, you know, how long can you take a box for? Yeah, you know, before you fizzle out. That's so inspiring. Yeah, so yeah. like, it's like yeah, you have to. Yeah. So you just have to know God for yourself, and that's gonna, you know, that's yeah. gonna flow into the relationship, <clears throat> you know, because God will have His own way of bringing those things out, or bringing those strengths out, or those traits out. You know, she might be like, you know, I might be like, when I pray, maybe I'm a bit gentle, but it doesn't mean my words are not powerful. She can be like, you know, raining down the yeah. whole, <laughs> the whole storm, yeah. bringing down the whole storm. It's just shaking when she's wow. I feel like God is here, you know. Um, but but it's like 
But in those moments, it's just understanding that, hey, I need to know God for myself. I know for me, in our relationship, that's probably something I struggled with, you know, like at the start, because I'm like, wow, this girl is like, you know, here, like levels. And <laughs> I'm like, here. <laughs> and yeah. I don't know if I'm ever going to catch up to that, you know? So I put so much pressure on myself to try and like get there. But mm-hmm. then I was like, well, this doesn't work for me. Like, the approach just didn't work you know i was like you know what i'm gonna go back to what i was doing mm. i was getting to know god for myself <laughs> in my own mm. way which is unique yeah. to me you know and, and you know that's you know god how he's gonna operate whether it's individually in our lives but also like in our relationship you know it'll be very unique to you maybe when you're in your own relationship yeah. or somebody else is in a relationship that you know, you'll work differently yeah. in all three of those relationships. But it's like, it's about like Thank having you. a team approach. Mm-hmm. But not in it like a very, very Thank you so much. I love how you emphasize just like focusing on your own relationship with God and not looking to compare like, am I, am I at the same level as Chiku or is she at the same level as me? But like really just zeroing in on your relationship with God and letting God use that to yeah you know feed your relationship man thank you so yeah. much guys chiku do you want to touch the question and then we look to wrap it up oh okay no problem um yeah i guess just um feeding off of that um i think yeah it's like i guess yeah with christian relationships i think there is a lot of pressure to be like super spiritual and like be praying yeah. together all the time and be all this like yeah really really um like textbook type of christian relationship but i think for me um realizing that like god god com- can comfort me through tenashe has been probably the most amazing thing that i've discovered mm. in that i can just go to him and i can just cry and be like oh my gosh this stuff is happening and he doesn't bible bash me he doesn't have to sit there and be like oh read this scripture you know what i mean like read the scripture 10 times for the next 10 (laughs) days and whatever whatever (laughs) but in that moment he becomes an extension of god in that he becomes a friend you know a friend who is able to sit me down and comfort me or to be like yeah man i know it's hard or whatever just keep believing so yeah i think that's uh an aspect of a Christian relationship that maybe isn't talked about as much the mm. friend the friend that you find in your partner and the fact that God God shows his friendship to you through your partner too so good and yeah mm. that's probably my, my that's probably my two cents on the whole spiritual side of relationships thank you so much guys um one last question what okay t- or advice do you guys have for um, maybe people who are single but would want to be in a Christ- in a relationship one day? Um, people who are currently in a relationship and yeah, and like maybe something in it for long distance couples. Yeah. Um, I would say, uh, I would say the first tip is have fun. Yeah. Like really, like just have fun. Like dating while Christian doesn't have to be boring or like no. cringy or, or stuff like that. Um, don't don't spend all your time watching all these preachings 
and talks about relationships because when it comes it's going to be so unique that mm. if you use a template to judge it you're going to miss out on it well so you can't take the template you can't take the different templates from all the preachings and all these things you've watched and then you're like wait he doesn't speak in tongues but i remember that pastor said he's not your soulmate if he doesn't speak in tongues <laughs> or our purposes don't align it's like mm-hmm. what does that even mean like god is the one that gives you purpose you it's not your job to align them it's his job to align them Yeah. Even if in your physical eyes it doesn't look like it's aligned or whatever, but yeah, so I think really staying open-minded um and having fun, like have fun, enjoy your relationship um because it's like yeah, like the dating part is fun, but then when you start to work towards marriage, that's when things get a little serious and you have to like tackle the big questions and tackle the the big things like family and finances and all of that. Um yeah. but have a good time and I think for long distance couples um I think communication is key. Mm-hmm. Like without communication I I don't know how you could make it. Like I don't know how you could survive because that's all you have. Talking yeah. on the phone. Um for us every night without fail we talk on the phone. Even if we're so tired we just call each other to say good night. That's all. Mm-hmm. then we go to sleep in the morning we either call each other before work or we send each other messages um during the day we're you know if we have time in in our like workspaces to like just check on each other and say how are you doing hope you're well like it's constantly keeping in touch constantly um bringing each other into your plans so if i'm going to to a friend's party birthday party i'm going to let him know this is i'm going to this party i dress up i take photos i send it to him that's how we keep in touch yeah that's how i'm bringing him into my life so that it doesn't seem like i'm living my own life in adelaide he's living his own life in melbourne no we're living mm-hmm. our life together even though we're physically apart but we mm-hmm. are part of each other's plans Um mm. so that would be my tip for long distance couples. Uh yeah, what about you T? Make it make it short babe. <laughs> make it uh, short. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um yeah, no because I've Oh I've love. Yeah, I've loved the wisdom test. It's been uh, so great. Yeah. <laughs> um but I would say for people that are you know starting out or wanting to get into a relationship obviously mm. boundaries really important to set those at the start um because then you're you're setting the precedent for how you're going to approach the relationship and then another tip I probably would say is consistency like what she was saying you know yeah. we're communicating consistently um and then you know even I guess the loving side of it you know when you're starting to love each other mm. you have to do it consistently You know, even when you feel like doing it, it's a choice. Mm. You know, love is a choice. Um, that's that I really believe. You know, it's a choice, and you know, I guess uh, for long distance uh, relationships, you know, I probably would say. Um, I mean, she already said, you know, communication, bringing each other. Those are probably the most important things, and also like. I guess maybe something that she maybe forgot to mention was you know we we try to go you know the whole the during towards the end of the night our rule is you can't go to bed mm. if you're still mad about something because when we wake up in the morning you're dead 
So this applies whether it's a long distance relationship or uh, just any relationship, but it's like you have to deal with your conflicts there and there. And when you wake up in the mm. morning, it's a new day. You know, and you're now progressing with another day because then that way you're not carrying the things from mm. yesterday and you're carrying them into tomorrow. And if you carry them into tomorrow and the next day, then it would just keep intensifying and then mm. all of a sudden you have a fight. So that's another way, I guess, conflict resolution. Maybe that's the word I can use. Like something you have to really learn how to do. And yeah, addressing things when they need to be addressed, not like just leaving it until 10 months from now and you're like, but LOL. in January, you did this to me. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> if, it, if it happens there, address it, you know? If you don't like something, just say you don't like it. That's the, yeah. you know, that's the yeah, part of being open. true. And at least then I can back. And then tomorrow when I wake up and I say good morning, I hope you have a great day, I love you. You know, it's not I love you and it's attached <laughs> with a little bit of, you know, salt to be like, I really hope she oh, feels yeah. it. I really hope she feels it. You know, but it's like, you know, it's a new day. It, it should be all the stuff from the day before she just mm, got left yes, behind that is true but that's what I would that's what I would say I'll keep my <laughs> listening to myself yeah we'll I save it for a part, part, part three and four <laughs> yeah Nasha I think you should start a podcast and just let people just hear your wisdom like <laughs> Don't don't enable him, Nasrud. Don't enable him. Thank you so much, you guys. Like, there is so much that I've gleaned from this conversation. Um, Not only, like, for a relationship, but, like, for friendships and, like, family as well. Like, oh, wow. Like, I feel like I'm going to, like, you know, take some time to just soak this all in, really. For yourself before you send it out? Yes, definitely, definitely before I send it out. Yeah. Wow. Thank you so much. <laughs> she's, she's trying to take all my Oh well thank you for having <laughs> us. This was really this was really, really fun and really good and Yeah. And yeah, I hope you know, something someone can get encouraged by something from all from all this <laughs> if they can find one thing. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was it was good to you know to be talking about the stuff. Chico knows, you know, I'm not usually a big fan of uh, <laughs> talking at great lengths, but you know, this was this was good. Uh, and thank you for you know having us, uh, interviewing us, and um, you know asking questions, conversation. I like having conversations, so um, that, uh, this is pretty fun. Yeah, same thing mm-hmm. like you said. I hope this encourages somebody. And you know, and it's not a template yeah. to be like right. this we is how yeah. we did it. Like, this is not a template. Um, we are not asking you to use this as a template. <laughs> this is unique exactly. and yours is gonna be just as unique. No one else will be able to copy that template. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You know, we could just give, you know, yeah some nuggets yeah. that might help yeah, along the way. True. But yeah, it's never a template. Awesome, guys. Thank you so much. 